Hello, everyone. It's Dr. Kerry Yerkew, and welcome to today's webinar on lifestyle changes for neck pain. I'm glad you could join us. And uh, today we're going to talk about different things you can do um, at home to help uh, neck pain um, that you might be experiencing uh, from poor posture and injury, that type of thing. Make sure you uh, mute your microphone and you um, turn off your camera. And um, as we're recording the webinar, and um, we'll get started now. This is um, my 27th year of practice. And um, I saw a chiropractor when I was a teenager. I went to the chiropractor when I was about 14 years old and the chiropractor really helped me. Um, I had a lot of knee pain at the time. I'd been going to my family doctor for some help. And then my father heard of a chiropractor in, uh, in Winnipeg where I grew up and the chiropractor assessed my knees. He did um, uh, x-rays and then he started treatment and it really helped my knees to heal properly. Uh, the alignment to the joint, the function of the joint, both knees were affected. And that allowed me to um, play sports at a higher level. It allowed me to, um, to be more confident at school. And so that made a big difference for me um, when I was a teenager. And at that point, I decided I wanted to become a chiropractor. I thought if I could help um, people that have conditions like this, th that would be really rewarding. I guess I thought I wanted to give back just like this chiropractor uh, helped me. And so that was about 35 years ago uh, that I decided that I wanted to become a chiropractor. And I went through um, university and then uh, went to Toronto for chiropractic college. And so I took six years of university training and then uh, started a practice. And now I currently practice in uh, Kelowna, British Columbia. And um, I also authored a couple books, one on neck pain and one on back pain. They're both on Amazon. So if you're interested, uh, you could uh, go over to Amazon. You'll be able to find those books. And um, they talk about uh, how the neck works and, and different types of treatment for it. And then um, things you can do to support the healing process in the neck. Some of the things we're going to talk about today. So for neck pain, what can you do to help yourself? And before we continue, I just want to make sure that um, I tell you that for your neck condition, the best thing you could do is to get a health professional to check it and to diagnose it properly. Because the recommendation for a disc or a facet or a pinched nerve or a whiplash, they're all different. And so having the right um, treatment and the right um, supportive exercises and, and posture for different conditions is important. So make sure you get your neck diagnosed properly and then that health professional will give you specific advice for your problem. I think the best thing you can do is to educate yourself and that's why you joined our webinar today. You wanna to know um, more about um, your neck condition. What, what can you do to help yourself? How does the neck work? What, what do you have? What's your diagnosis? So. I encourage you to seek out the answers, to, to read books. The research is always changing and, and evolving. So it is important to stay well-educated, um, to learn about your condition, and then get the right advice for it. 
seeing a chiropractor is a good idea because um, chiropractors are experts at spinal conditions. So we've seen hundreds or thousands of cases of neck conditions and um, it has to be properly assessed and then properly treated. So uh, chiropractors use a number of different techniques for the neck. Some of them are traditional techniques like hands-on and some of them are, are newer techniques with instruments or uh, different types of uh, supportive therapy. So it is important to go see a professional and a chiropractor is an expert at uh, treating neck conditions. I recommend rest and sleep to my patients because um, sleep helps the healing process. The body can really focus on healing when you're at rest and uh, when you're active and you're, you're up and doing things and your mind's active and physically you're active, it, it can't focus so much on the healing process. There still is healing that occurs, but the best healing happens when you're at rest, whether you're uh, at sleep or you're taking a nap or you're just lying down, the body can really focus on the healing process. And that's where the healing happens in the tissues. And I would recommend um, eight or more hours of sleep. Generally for my patients, I tell them six to eight hours and it depends on the person, uh, but eight plus hours for somebody who has a neck condition and, and is trying to heal from that um, is what I recommend to my patients. You can take naps, sleep is cumulative. So it, it builds, you can add that to the sleep you had. If you only had six or seven hours of sleep, you feel tired. I would encourage you to take a nap because it does help with the healing process. It, it adds to the cumulative uh, amount of time that you've been sleeping. And then I would change the way you sleep for your neck. So um, in this case, with this picture, this is not a great position for uh, sleep, for a neck condition. Sleeping on your stomach with the neck twisted can put a lot of strain on the neck. So I would recommend sleeping on your back with supports like the proper pillow or sleeping on your side. And the support for a side sleeper versus a back sleeper is different because um, there's a bigger gap if you sleep on your side between your shoulder and your neck, then if you're sleeping on your back, there's a smaller gap between the mattress and your neck. Posture is very important. And so um, your sleep posture um, should, uh, your sleep posture and your standing posture, sitting at the desk, they're all very important things for you to think about. And in, in this case, this person's head is too far forward looking down at the laptop, which causes a lot of strain in the lower part of the neck area. So if you have neck pain and you're doing this, uh, it's a good idea to change positions. Uh, maybe set up a monitor up here so you can look straight ahead, elevate the laptop onto a higher desk. Um, there's some standing desks that are really good right now. So you wanna change your posture positions so that the neck is more upright and that'll help the healing process. You know, when we look at these two pictures, you can see the picture on the left, the posture is not very good. The head's forward, the back is rounding, and the lower back is swaying forward. So we want to see the ear back in alignment with the shoulder, like in this picture on the right, where the ear and the shoulder line up, and then the hip and the ankle bone, that lateral malleolus, that bump on the side of your ankle. We want to see all of those landmarks line up 
because that'll give the neck the best chance at having the proper position. Now, some patients cannot get into this position. So we start talking about this early in care. And then as we're working on the neck and realigning it, they, the patient finds that they can hold themselves more upright or um, they can achieve a better position or posture. So it could be a work in progress for you to get yourself um, into this position if you're currently holding yourself this way. Hydration is very important. So drinking uh, clean, healthy water. Uh, the body's made up of 70 to 80% water. So you do need a lot of water and the water should have some minerals and nutrients in it. So uh, I like the waters that have the dissolved solids in it. Um, I like the Santivia water system. That's what I use at home where it filters the water through different stages. And then it adds back some salts and minerals from rocks at the bottom. So you could get a system like that where it cleans the water and then replenishes it with some uh, salts and minerals. Um, but water is a key component to the healing process because if you're dehydrated, your body can't heal as well as if you have the proper hydration. Ice or heat? Well, this is a good question. And for um, a lot of patients, they want to know, should they be uh, icing their condition or should they be um, heating it? And what I generally say is if it's an acute condition, so if you just had an injury, let's say you're in a car accident and you hurt your neck uh, and you just came to the clinic, the best thing you could do is put ice on it. And I recommend ice for 10 minutes on the swollen area and then do that three to five times throughout the day. And um, I do recommend heat, but if it's a chronic condition, let's say you had a car accident years ago, or if you suffer from a long-standing neck condition, you have a lot of tight muscles in the area, there's a lot of tension, then I'll recommend heat versus ice. So in a chronic condition, I'll tell people to put some uh, moist heat on it, a hot water bottle with a, a wet towel wrapped around it, just to get the heat to penetrate into the tissues. And that softens the tissues. It makes it a little easier for us to do the treatment, the adjustments in the clinic. It helps the range of motion. There's a trade-off. When we use heat, it softens the tissue, but it increases the swelling. With ice, it reduces the swelling, but stiffens the tissue. So um, I'm always conscious of making the right recommendation for that unique patient. And there are times where we'll alternate ice and heat depending on the circumstance. So uh, we do recommend this in the clinic um, and it is, very, um, it is a very specific recommendation based on the patient's condition. For exercises, um, swimming is a great exercise if you have neck pain because there's a fluid um, range of motion. So, um, when you're doing the front crawl, let's say, we wanna make sure that um, you can, you know, twist your head right to left. So you're able to um, turn your head right to left. It, it allows the um, range of motion of the neck so that the neck can have a fluid movement. It relaxes the muscles. It allows you to get the, uh, circulation in the joints. So swimming is very good. Uh, the front crawl, if you're able to do that, I really like that because uh, 
there is that right to left movement, that rotation of the neck as you're doing the front crawl. I wouldn't recommend biking um, because biking generally has a, a posture where you're forward and, the, and it can kink the neck. And then there's often some vibration or some bumps when you're biking. A stationary bike is better, but if you're road biking, let's say, or mountain biking, it jars the neck too much and it can cause um, some pain or discomfort in the neck area. Walking is better than running. So I would recommend to go out for walks. You can do some stretches or exercises that the health professional gives you when you're out for a walk, just generally uh, loosening up your neck. Running jars the neck a little too much. It's that impact again, that can cause some discomfort in the neck area. And yoga is a good one because uh, with yoga, it's generally a fluid type of movement. It's slow, deliberate movements. And um, it allows um, for you to work within your limitations. So something like the cat-cow position is a good one where you have uh, an extension of the spine and then a flexion of the spine. Those are, are good type of uh, exercises to do. But again, check in with your health professional to make sure it's the right exercise for you. For pillows, um, I recommend pillows that are a little thinner. So like one pillow instead of two, especially if you're lying on your back, you should only have one pillow. And then I do recommend pillows that are contoured and here's a normal neck alignment. And I've turned it sideways so it's facing up like somebody's lying down. And in the neck area, there's a 42 degree curvature to the spine. So you want a pillow in here between the neck and the mattress that's going to support this curve. Some of the pillows have a rounded end on, end on them so that there's a bump on the end of the pillow, then it's flat. And then on the other end, there's a, another bump. So you can get these contoured pillows that'll support the normal neck alignment. The problem is when we have a patient that doesn't have the normal neck alignment, maybe they've lost the position of uh, the normal neck curvature, then we have to recommend the, a pillow that would support them in their current state. And then as we're doing the treatments or the adjustments, repositioning the spine, then we wanna get the right pillow. So we might have to change the recommendation as time goes on to have the right support, the right pillow for the neck. If they're a side sleeper, of course, there's gonna be a bigger uh, pillow needed between the neck and the shoulder. So if you're sleeping on your side, you might need a thicker pillow, one pillow, or you might need two thin ones to support that position. And one side, it may be better for you to sleep on one side versus the other. Let's say you have a pinched nerve on the left side of your neck. It might be better for you to sleep on your right side, just taking the pressure off that nerve on the left. So again, it's gonna be very specific to your condition, but the chiropractor will be able to, to help you to give you the right recommendation. Stress is important. So if you do have a lot of stress, it is a good idea to reduce the stress levels so the body can heal. Uh, reducing stress reduces the stress hormones like cortisol. It changes your chemistry so your body can heal better. You have more positive chemicals being released or hormones. Uh, the organs will function better. Brain chemistry will be better and there'll be less tension uh, in the neck area. Some tips for uh, reducing stress are meditation. A lot of people have done that and have reduced their stress levels. Breathing exercises, 
going for therapy if it's hard to manage the stress, prayer and exercise. These are all very um, good ways of combating um, higher levels of stress and, and things that I talk to my patients about generally after their first re-examination or when I'm making recommendations to them going forward. For work, if you're working, let's say you're a trades worker or if you're working at a desk that doesn't have the right uh, setup for the monitor, your work position is very important. It can either help the healing process or, or exacerbate it and make it worse. So work can be an important factor, especially if you're working longer hours, like eight to 12 hours. You know, I have some nurses that work 12 hour shifts, um, security guards, um, um, office workers that are, you know, sitting at their desks for long periods of time. So the position of uh, your body and your neck during work is very important. It can sprain and strain your neck. So we definitely want to talk about proper positioning and ergonomics at work. Let's say you're a plumber, like in this example, and you have uh, your head, this is actually a good position for a plumber uh, because the neck is supported and they're looking up doing their work with their arms overhead. But sometimes you are twisted or your neck's in a difficult position, it's a tighter space, and it can really cause the neck to get kinked and, and cause it to get more inflamed. Movement's important. Um, so changing positions frequently. And one of the things I would do is set a, an alarm or get a watch, like my Apple watch will remind me to stand or to move around about every hour. So, and then you kind of get some points as the day goes on for the moving and bending, twisting. So at the end of the day, you get a summary of how you did. So um, using these aids to remind you to uh, get up and move around, to change positions frequently is a good idea because if you're sitting in one position or standing for too long, it can cause the neck to stiffen up and get uh, uh, tight. So you wanna really get up and get moving and, um, and then go back to a seated position or uh, your, your position you were at before. So I would recommend about every hour to change positions just to get the movement back in the neck, get the fluidity back and relax the neck. For nutrition, um, during the healing process, you do need the proper nutrition and that includes vitamins and minerals. Um, you can get that from food like green leafy vegetables. Uh, you might need to get some supplementation during the healing process, but a healthy diet does support the healing process and um, calcium and electrolytes are very important for the bones and the muscles and the tissues to repair and to heal. Uh, magnesium is important. And then healthy fats like omega-3 fatty acids, they come from fish oils, but you can also get DHA and EPA uh, oils from uh, vegetable sources too. And I would check with your health professional again before uh, you go out and do anything, but um, you do need the proper diet to support the healing process. One other thing I wanted to mention is protein. Protein's important. Now uh, you don't need a lot of it, but you need some protein um, every day in order for the body to heal because protein, protein is the building blocks for the healing process. So. Uh, it's like the two by fours in construction to frame a house. You need protein to do the renovation and to get the neck repaired and to heal properly. 
if you're in the Kelowna area, uh, feel free to call our office to book an appointment. We're currently taking new patients. And the phone number is 250-486-0062. If you wanna get the book on neck pain or back pain, you can go to Amazon, just type in my name, Dr. Carrie Yerku, and then neck pain, and, and you'll see it. Or Dr. Carrie Yerku and then back pain, and you'll see that on Amazon. It has, the books have three different formats, paperback, there's the ebook, so you can read it electronically on your computer or a Kobo or a Kindle reader. And then there's the audio format, which is on Audible. Um, so you can listen to it in the car or, or on, your, uh, on your phone. Upcoming webinars, we have a series of webinars coming up. The best place to go for this is on Eventbrite. And if you type in Dr. Kerry, uh, your Q chiropractic, on Eventbrite, you're gonna see the list of upcoming webinars. Most of them are free. And then you can go and click and sign up. We'll send you a link the day before, like we did for this one, and then a passcode. And then you can just sign in and, and join us for the webinar. If you miss it, we'll record the webinar. And often we post them on YouTube um, or um, we will do an audio version on our podcast called Super Healthy. So we have a podcast that's on Apple as well as on Spotify. So you can join us and listen to that as well. You can subscribe to those channels. Um, we're gonna do some more Facebook Lives. We just started Facebook Live this week. So just before this webinar, we did a Facebook Live on the same content. So you can follow our Facebook page, Dr. Carrie Yerku, and then you'll be able to um, get updates on when the upcoming uh, events or webinars are coming up. Today for a special offer, uh, we're giving our viewers 10% uh, off the initial examination. So if you wanna come to the clinic and use that, just when you call in or you message us, let us know that you were on our webinar today, that uh, you were offered 10% off the initial examination. It's good for a week until October 23rd. So make sure you take advantage of that uh, offer. If you do suffer from neck pain or other types of spinal or joint pains, uh, give our office a call. And I wanna thank you for joining us today. I, I appreciate you uh, being here for um, our webinar. Our, our office is located at um, 105 1628 Dixon Avenue. And um, our phone number is 250-486-0062. And our email is drkirq at gmail.com. So um, if you have any questions, feel free to email me and um, I hope you have a wonderful day and a wonderful weekend. Join us for another webinar in the series, or I hope to see you in the clinic soon.